welcome to the latest episode of SWM Podcast. This is episode five, and I'm joined by the Granite Bruiser, uh, Rain. Hello. We're, we're, we're all, we're all podcast now. Yes, uh, one one. I like making up nicknames for wrestlers. I'm glad when they actually use them. So it's to be, to be honest. Every time I do a, a like a preview for yourself, um, I always just think of, of of rain puns. And when you were coming up to WrestleZone, which I didn't get to see because it never ever happened, um, of course Regal Rumble, um, I was like so excited because I was like I'm, I've got so many yep. so many puns in my head, and then didn't get to use any of them. One day, right? So that's that's as chaotic as an introduction as we can go. So so hang on, did you hear that? I think we're lagging. Yeah, hang on. I'll, I'll stay quiet. What were you saying? <laughs> I was saying you couldn't have been that excited to see me because you were going to Inverness to watch SWA instead. That wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> there was two shows that day and I was, I, I, I gave my wife the choice because I was dragging her to a wrestling show either way. And uh, she was like, well, have you been to Inverness in a while? I went, that's fine. Afternoon show. We'll go to that. So... Either way, I was taking her to wrestling, but I gave her the deciding choice. Um, I was guided though, because that cancelled, and I was like, right, wrestling zone's on. We'll go see that. Bought the tickets. Hours later, show cancelled. So, anyway, right. So, we'll, we'll go for the boring questions, and then I'll pause so we can catch up with the lagging. Um, how did you get into wrestling? What was your first memories? There's always like such a deep question for loads of people, but like, see for me, it was like my big brother. Well, when my big brother moved in to stay with us, um, that was my one thing to do with him was that I was allowed to stay up till three o'clock in the morning and watch wrestling with him. Uh, and my first pay per view I watched, couldn't tell you the year, I'm not like a, a boner, but it was the Night of Champions when it was CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy. Because I fell asleep just when Triple H came out because I couldn't I couldn't handle it anymore, <laughs> and then I just started watching like all the stuff on Sky, and then you know, and for the Scottish stuff, you saw more stuff on TV, and it just kind of sparked from there. So that would be two thousand and nine, um, because I am a nerd and have that kind of knowledge. I <laughs> <laughs> guess lost. Oh. Uh, I was. 19 so yeah I feel old but I never watched it at that time because I couldn't um 2008 was when I stopped watching them live until lockdowns arrived and I can look like this uh just with a, a scrubby t-shirt and that I work when I'm not going to an office so uh, but yes 2009 then so you got to see kind of like the tail end like the Jeff Hardy and Edge because Edge would be 2010 um you have done an interview with us before, so I'm remembering bits. Yeah, it's sort of when like st stuff started to go what everyone perceives as the bad era, but I grew up with it, so it's like good to me. Absolutely, I mean that I've established like with with everyone that I've interviewed so far, all four people, is that when you watch it, it's it's, it's the moments that you grew up with that are the best. Because for me, I grew up in 2000, yeah. 99, 2000, so I, I hit the Archie era, so I was quite lucky 
as 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 a wrestling fan. But like if when I, if you come back to it in two thousand nine, then that's the best bit because that's the bit that got you into it, isn't it? I've got a feeling this is going to be a very, very uh, interesting episode with, with us trying to catch up with each other. <laughs> so, but we'll, we'll get th we'll get through. We'll be fine. So it was two thousand nine. So what what brought you to it was GPWA you started with, wasn't it? So how did you go from being the mad fan to wanting to actually do the actual wrestling? See, well, most of my friends know this story, right? Because as I describe it, it was the proper X-Factor, Britain's Got Talent sob story that will make you vote for me. So, long story, kind of short. Um, 2015, uh, on my 19th birthday, my gran passed away and we were up for her funeral. And it was in Aberdeen. And the one person we happened to bump into on the way to my birthday dinner slash the dinner with all the family, was wearing an ICW t-shirt um, and it was Aspen Faith and you will have no recollection of this but my mum talked about all these other wrestlers and how they are so cool and she was like who's your favourite and he was like me and I'm like that guy usually has pleats in his hair doesn't and yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of cool literally being on the streets away from where I stayed seeing this wrestler that's made it. Um, so I decided at that moment, I was like, I'm going to go do this. Um, and then we got back home and then we found out my dad was sick, um, which was for a few months. Uh, he ended up passing away in February and we're going through his things. Um, found an old pair of cowboy boots. I couldn't even tell you how it happened, but it ended up that Jack Jester was getting these cowboy boots because they're really expensive and my mum was like, we don't need them, we'll just give it to him. So I had to go into Glasgow myself and deliver them to GPWA where he was. And I remember walking in there and just looking at it and I was like, this, this is pretty cool. And when I've just spent like months literally just working and kind of being there for someone that's sick i was like i've got nothing really to do and he mentioned that you know they've got an induction starting soon to what i do it and i was like didn't even give it a second thought i just did it <laughs> which i very much regret because on my first day we did the warm-up and i couldn't walk for three days <laughs> i can honestly say that is the most unique story that i've ever heard for, for going from fan to wrestler <laughs> And as, as a, a big fan of Aspen Faith and meeting him a couple of times, that is the most Aspen Faith answer to a question that I've ever heard. <laughs> Just me, obviously, because, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Um, so you weren't always with GPWA. You, of course, uh, went to, was it Barhead? Was it Barhead or, that you moved to eventually? Or was... Well, actually, how it happened was, so I left there because I had, like, injury. And then it was basically a point that I couldn't afford to come back because I was, like, 19 on an eight-hour contract. I just I couldn't afford it because I was taking, like, you know, 30 pound taxis out of Glasgow because I live in Narnia where trains don't start till, like, lunchtime. <laughs> um, so when I started working in a bar in Glasgow, I did try to go to Source. But what was happening was... I'd finish at four o'clock in the morning 
go to my friend's house, uh, wake him up at five o'clock in the morning, go back to sleep, and we'd get up at 10 to try and go to Source to try and train there. And then that clearly wasn't working. So I thought, I'm done. You know, give it up. You tried. It's fine. And it was like a year later that I had my friend Stone Malone. And he was like, just just come back. Like, come, come to my school. Like, we can do this together. And after a few weeks, because I, I couldn't face going there, like the anxiety got the best of me. But after a few weeks, finally took my first class there and you know, never looked back since. Fantastic. Um, so when was your in-ring debut, your official debut? The tw- 27th or 28th, I couldn't tell you the exact date because I had the ticket on my wall and no word of a lie, the dog ate it. So it was about 27th, 28th of December 2018. So is that would that be now a attack show, an academy attacks, or was it a, a full show? I got the luxury of having Liu King Shot as my tag team partner <laughs> against Angel Hayes and Lucha Diaz. Not a bad, not a bad combo to go in with. Um, I, I think I remember from your your last again last interview that we we did, but uh, it was by email. Um, the Angel Hayes was one that you. you quite like getting in the ring with anyway just because she her confidence brings your confidence up and it's all works out so um what was it like actually having that match in front of actual people well i I was very worried because especially when it's it's essentially three actual made stars and then like me who doesn't know anything um so i was kind of worried and there was a bit of tried to plan it, it was getting stressful and then I went I was all nervous and I went out there and Lou um, tried to jump in my arms and I almost dropped him like he might be small but he's a, he's a hench little boy and then he was like you're running to me now and then he just dropped me and me normally I would be like that's so embarrassing. Oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. I want to hide in a corner. But everyone was laughing and it just kind of, it switched that that gear for me where it was like, you're a character. It's not personal. So you can do the same back, you know? Uh, and definitely when, when you're in with, with someone like Lou, who is all character, um, it's, it's it, it says it's, it's not a bad trio to, to be in with, especially for your first match. Um, so a couple of matches in PBW. What, what were your in that company? Uh, what were your memories of, of, of having those matches? Like well, favorite I'll, matches, I should say. I only had two matches um, with that company. Um, obviously, the, the debut that I, I did work towards like I, I worked very hard towards it and then the next match was kind of a lucky break for me like it wasn't something I was meant to be getting but the opportunity just kind of happened um, but having that made me confident in myself that you know I can take things in very quickly and I can do but it also made me very unconfident because I realized you know not that I was terrible but there was so much more room to grow and I didn't know where to start first and that just kind of like brought me down a little bit but it was still 
it was still a good learning curve. So from there, um, again, correct me if I'm wrong, you went to Dundee and that's when you got opportunities against uh, Holy Dead. Um, yep. So how, how, what was it like getting, that was, that's quite a big match for someone so new. So uh, how was, what was it like working with, with Holy Dead? It was absolutely amazing. I can remember sitting in the car and I was having to text people because I was having, like, it's some. I'd worked towards this and I'd put myself out there, but I was sitting having anxiety attacks in the car. Um, and then I got there and I introduced myself and she, was, she did the same back. Um, and it changed, the match was meant to be a singles match, but then it turned out they were like, right, we're going to make it a mixed tag match that's main event. And I'm like, that's even more. <laughs> Um, but she she literally just turned around to me and was like, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, ah. for me, I've learned, you know, you you listen to those that have been there longer than you. Like, you know, tell them what you can do or tell them what you can't do. But, you know, you leave it to them. And she was just like, no, like, tell me what you want to do. You're, you're new. Like, I want to make you look good and stuff. And it was like... This is the total opposite of everything I thought this would be. Um, and then she, she she asked me to take her finisher and I was like, like, I don't know if I could do that. And she was like, it's fine, we'll just go out there and do it, which usually I wouldn't recommend. Um, but we did practice it. And honestly, by the time I got out there, I didn't have time to think and then I was upside down and then in my face in three seconds. So it was, it was a really, great experience. Um, so you've got quite a lot of, of big matches uh, there, um, including at the Caird Hall uh, against Lizzie Styles. So in Dundee you're the, the big baddie, am I right in thinking you're the, the bad guy? I'm just going by pictures of, of you, of you <laughs> mugging crowd members, which is easy to do in Dundee, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so what was it like uh, wrestling at the Caird Hall? Uh, do you know it wasn't even the venue for me like as much as that was a big deal and it was a big open space it was the fact that at that time I was struggling with like who I was like I felt like the lowest of the low um, and I like you know all these other girls are doing things and building themselves up and stuff and I'm just kind of stuck here at the bottom but at least I had this um, and then Lizzie showed up and she was kind of just as nervous and but she was fantastic and like when I went out there all, or even before that all I could focus on was having the match like it didn't matter how big or small a crowd was or anything it was just the fact here's somebody that's been on TV and been in the big stuff and here she is like about to have a match with this what I perceive myself as this small little person in the world of Scottish wrestling. Um, so from there, we'll, we'll leave Dundee in the, in the rear view, um, you were in the main event of the first Fair City Wrestling show. Uh, for those that are listening to the podcast, Rain is, is uh, modelling a Fair City Wrestling t-shirt, <laughs> uh, which I'm sure is available on the internet. 
can find it somewhere. Um, so that was a Triple Threat. Uh, I have no notes here, so this is all off my top of my head, so if I'm wrong, just tell me. Um, again, Sammy Jane and Angel Hayes, who just mentioned. What was it like wrestling in, in Fair City Wrestling's first main event, or their first show in Perth? That was terrible, in the best way, but for two reasons. One was the fact that I was going in there with Sammy Jane. <laughs> I was terrified because I'm like, right, I, like Angel Hayes is great. Sammy's is like amazing and like you have to go do that. And I, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of critics that would have added to that. Like, yeah, I agree. Why, why this one in it? Um, but you know what? I managed to go out and hang with the best of them. And the second reason that it was horrible is the day of the show, I woke up and couldn't walk. <laughs> Basically how everybody's saying now that, you know, coronavirus happened back in like October to December, everyone was feeling sick. Yeah, I had that. And basically right before and after the match, I was having to lie down, be sick, was dizzy, couldn't see anything. And you can tell it um, in the match because I couldn't put tan on and I couldn't put makeup on, but I still managed to go out there for 25 minutes just to prove all those people that, you know, I didn't want to disappoint the FCW team and I didn't want to disappoint myself to give in to such people that thought that. <laughs> well, I mean, as, as probably one of the two people that reviewed the show, and they're both on my website actually, I was, it was of the two people, um, that I, I loved <laughs> the match. So whatever you're, you're thinking of, of your performance, I enjoyed it. And it was your first match that I'd actually seen. Cause, well, on Vimeo, because um, I haven't actually seen you live in person. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I instantly became a fan. So I would end up just tweeting nonsense about you, just saying, check this girl out, check her out, she's great. Because um, you don't get, I, I find in Scottish wrestling anyway, bar maybe uh, Sarah, Sarah Marie Taylor, you don't get that many powerhouses in Scottish wrestling. They're all um, high flyers or technicals or or anything like that and so it makes you stand out straight away because you'll just fling people about which I'm all for. Um, so from there uh, you pretty much mainstay I think you've been just about every main event in Fair City. I mean I've done three shows but have you been main event for all three am I right thinking? Yeah main event of two because I was at another show for the December show. So that was I can't remember what the event was for that, but it's, it'll be somewhere in the archives. Um, so, <laughs> Fair City Wrestling uh, clearly is a company close to your heart because um, you're. It's, it's no secret that you're good friends with the promoter John, uh, who mm -hmm. always, as soon as I put a, a podcast out, will ask, "Has anyone said anything nice about me?" So, we're, we're another podcast, another compliment-laden John Young podcast. I'm sure it will be. But uh, how did you get involved with Fair City Wrestling? Was it just uh, through John, or was it just? Cause... Well, it was actually um, it was John that helped me break out in Dundee. Um, the whole reason I got an opportunity up there was because I was actually meant to go to a seminar for Casey Spinelli, which unfortunately got cancelled. Um, and then I sent an email to the, the booker which was kind of ignored and then a few months later I decided right I'm going to get my CV out there 
um, <coughs> sent it to their Facebook page last time because I was like, I'm not going to risk the email again. And John was one of the people that had access to the Facebook, so he instantly saw it um, and messaged me personally and was like, I'm going to push for this, I'm going to push for you. Guy, never met me before, never seen me, nothing, but was just like, you know, you've put yourself out there, like you deserve to at least have a chance. Um, and it was never talked about seriously, but for the whole time I was in Dundee, he was always talking about wanting to do more shows and wanting to create something to give those that don't get opportunity more opportunities. And it just so happened to come about that he was able to create something to do that. And him and Kev, for some reason, decided to stick me in there with the, with the top tier talent in Scotland. And honestly, I thank them so much because I, would, I know I wouldn't have had that opportunity if it wasn't for them. So, so from your in-ring uh, aspect at Fair City, you've also got a very important role uh, after all that's went down over the last couple of months, which I'm sure anyone listening will be aware of, of it, and we'll, we'll probably touch on it a little bit uh, later on. Uh, but let's talk about your, your new role in Fair City Wrestling for a little bit. Uh, what is it? What does it involve? What do you well, plan? It, plan? It, it just basically have... There's more to it, but obviously the kind of basics is just having the female talent officer there for whether it's the girls that want to come to me or the, even the guys feel more comfortable talking to me um, for any issues going on backstage or anything they've got somebody to come to. A lot of people have spoken about how you shouldn't have officers that are kind of like, you know, in the business and or a part of your brand. But anybody that knows me, that even if I really hate somebody, I still think things through from other people's perception um, and especially with this whole movement like I've understood like ev understanding, understood everything from everyone's point of view whether they're right or wrong I still respect that that's their opinion and it's for that reason that even though I am part of the roster like I'm still there to help and any way I can. Well, it's definitely, I mean, anyone who's, who's seen your social media at RainPW, um, they can clearly see that you're you're very outspoken when it comes to, to injustice, like some sort of superhero. Um, so so, so uh, it's, it's there is there is a lot of people saying you can't have wrestlers in that kind of positions, which you're, you're right in, in, in uh, saying and responding to um i think the main thing at this stage is we've got to have the shows start first before we can see if it works um i mean there is some places that are just doing it totally wrong um which we won't mention but there there is this this uh, movement of, of putting people in charge of of wrestlers it, it, Got to try it before we can cast super for cast judgment on it being right or wrong. Um, I've just got to try it. So let's let's move away from wrestling just for a second because there's something that you enjoy watching that I have never watched. And from last week's show, finding out about memes 
with Ian Skinner, which was an enlightening experience, and uh, I'm still recovering from Avatar. Oh. See, I have so never watched it. Oh. <laughs> what is what is it about Avatar that people need to know about it? People need to watch it. It's just so good. Like, do you know, I actually wish, like, she's just next to me, whichever way's empty. I wish I had Grant McIver here with me and we could honestly be cheerleaders for that show for hours. Like, it's like, even though it's a kid's show, there's, you know how, like, kids' shows usually have, like, you know, they slip in the little, like, dirty remarks and the little dirty jokes and stuff. It's like, there's a couple in there, but there's more the kind of, you know, good human values and respect and that everything that comes with that show. And it's just like, even though it's a cartoon, just watching Uncle Iroh just makes me want to be a better person. That's, that's, that's all I can say. Like, that's, Uncle Iroh is just the whole, the whole shape of it. So, so my right thinking, not just Avatar, you're a big anime fan. Is that right? Again, not something I've ever watched or, or read, so give me some recommendations if, you, if there's any that you think I can watch. I actually wasn't, um, like I'd watched the kind of, and it's bad that I've forgotten the brand name, oh my god, I'm going to get slated by anyone that watches this and knows. Uh, um, there's like, oh, I actually can't remember the studio and I'm sorry because I, it's gone, but the people that made like Spirited Away and like those movies I'd always grown up with um, but as I grew up I kind of like just kind of strayed from that um, and it was actually my my boyfriend more recently we've just started to watch things because obviously with lockdown we didn't really have much to do so we just watched things over discord um, and actually right now <laughs> um, when this call ends I actually have My Hero Academia on my screen to resume to sit and watch. <laughs> uh, but that's not like wrestling, you know, there's so many genres to it, there's so many different things. Like the one I'm watching just now is an action packed superhero against all the big bad guys. The one I was watching earlier today, Haikyuu, was a story about boys playing volleyball. Still made me cry, but it's boys playing volleyball but somehow it's really that good and just the, like the effort of it the animation the drawings like everything i appreciate all the work of it just like i would with wrestling so it's kind of two come hand in hand okay so we'll, we'll swing back to wrestling for a second then where did you come up with the name rain what was the inspiration behind it i hate I hate to give her a bigger head than she's already got and I'm sorry for saying that mum um, <laughs> but it was actually my mum that came up with the, rain, the name Rain because um, while we were at um, GPWA it was Jester that kind of said you know don't think about it too much but like start thinking on your characters just kind of like you're still new so you don't need to go buy your whole costume and everything but you know start kind of evolving yourself um, and obviously doing this straight after with my dad passing, like the one thing we could both think about was Prince. Um, but she hates the way I spell it though. <laughs> she, 
she absolutely hates it. She's like, it's so stupid, and like, but it reminds me of my name because, you know, people always say my name's not spelled correctly, so it was just kind of something new to do. Oh, the, the first couple of times I had to put like matches up and results, the amount of times I spell your name wrong was just <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but I think I think I'm got there now. And hopefully, when whoever's watching this, I'm look up and will actually see that I've spelt it correctly. Uh, if not, I'm going to have the granite bruiser come in to kick my behind, uh, whenever that may be. Hopefully, when the rest of the zone sh shows resume, because I really wanted to see you, uh, even though I was going to Inverness that day. I still wanted to see uh, the Regal Rumble. It would have actually been my first time, well it's a bit longer than that now, but back then it would have actually been my first time in Aberdeen in four years. That's how, how long it's been since I've been up there. Um, so you've got like a, a bucket list, I mean we're still in lockdown, nothing's happening. Um, so what, what's your bucket list of, of companies or opponents or what do you want to do in the immediate future, first year back? Well, well I'm not going to lie, um, there's still that, it's, it's, it's went from 80% to like 5%, but for like the past two weeks there's been that solid, I don't want to come back. Um, not just because people get into me, it's just that's kind of perception where I'm still kind of lowest of the low and I don't feel like I'm physically good enough just because I've got my own personal issues with my body. Um, so it's kind of like, yes, I love it, but is it time to just kind of give it up? And then the more and the more people just telling me, no, you're not allowed, I was like, right, okay. Um, so originally my plan was like, debut in the first year, do some things in the second year, and then debut for WrestleZone in the third year. That was kind of my high hopes. Um, and then I had it so close, so close, and it didn't happen. So now the plan is to hopefully work basically anywhere. I People will be like, aim for the big leagues, but one of my favourite shows was Cave Ness which I had, i say, about a nine minute match in, but that whole family crowd and it, it was just great compared to going out there with a bunch of like, I don't want to say marks because I don't like that word, but a bunch of people just waiting for you to mess up essentially. Um, so the hope is, I haven't asked these people yet, but I'm hoping to get guidance off of a few people to train myself even harder to prove that to myself it's worth staying about and then basically if I get an opportunity as a result then that's fine but if I don't that's also fine just, just come what me afterwards. So when we start speaking about Keith Ness that's combat league uh, wrestling for, for anyone interested. Um, yeah you're from what I've seen when they were Keith Ness, um, it's much like WrestleZone where the fans in attendance are here to see wrestling. They're here to see characters, they're here to see some fun and frolics. And bar maybe the bigger shows, the ones at Northern Hotel or Arbor Anarchy, it's very much a family 
event, they'll go to see the wrestling, they're all queuing up at 12 o'clock in the afternoon for a show that's happening at five, um, which is true because I, when I'm coming through, I have to go past around the hotel because we go to the beach or something like that. Um, and there's folk, always the same folk, queuing up, waiting to get their picture with like Crusher Crabe or, or that. And I would love to have that much commitment, but I simply don't want to stand any longer than I have to in a queue. So for those that are watching the, the video stream, they'll notice that myself and Rain are, have changed. Uh, that was because the uh, recording equipment died all of a sudden. So we lost about 10, 15 minutes of, of amazing content. You should have heard what was there. It was just incredible. Um, unfortunately, we'll, we'll never, it'll never see the light of day. Um, so welcome back, Rain. I'll go back to the show. Even though it's been one second for for everyone else, it's been a whole day for us. Um, we were speaking about your bucket list, so we spoke about Keith Ness um, and WrestleZone. And uh, before everything went haywire, you were speaking about Northern Hotel and how special it was to you. So, well, we're kind of going to go back to where we were and then speak for our ten fifteen minutes and and wrap it up so you can. Have a actually have an evening, and uh, so can I. So, um, a bit about Northern Hotel. So, what would it mean to you to, to wrestle at the Northern Hotel in Aberdeen? Well, it's actually um, it was the venue where I was at on my birthday for my grandmother's wake, and it's actually only ten minutes down the road from where my granddad and my auntie actually stay and where we used to stay. So, it's one of those that even though Aberdeen's not really my home. That that venue in that area is my home, and it would just it would mean a lot just to even even come out. Like, let me val valley Caleb. Right, we'll get Alan out of the way. I'll come out. I'll come out and valley Caleb, and it, that'd be good enough for me. I think you mean you want to valley Blue Thunder. Anybody um. <laughs> <laughs> like no. Uh, no, I, I would, I'd be all in. I, it's no secret. I'm a humongous fan of, of Caleb. So yeah, seeing that as a combo, I, I I'm paying. I, if there's a show going on in Inverness the same day, I'm ignoring it. I'm coming to that one. Uh, if I'm getting to see that that tandem. <laughs> um, so before we were rudely interrupted by technology, uh, we moved on to uh, your influences. Um, one of them being Nikki Cross. So. Um, what what is it? What, why is Nikki Cross one of your, one of your influences? Well, like as the kind of big girl, like I I'm not I wouldn't say I'm fat or huge. Shush dog, I'll give you attention later. Um, I wouldn't say I'm big. I wouldn't say I'm that tall either. Except any time I've stepped in the ring with another girl, it's kind of like hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> um. Cause I'm only like five nine, but before that it was just kind of having to have the powerhouse sort of style, even though I didn't really have the muscle or the strength for it. So upon watching different people, of course I would watch things like China would do and stuff like that, and be like, "That's really cool!" Like and a cool military press in the middle of it, you know, like I can't do that right now. Maybe one day, but not right now. Whereas you watch Nikki and it's just 
it's just all personality. She comes out and she could be all mouth or all smile and she could hit two moves but you're damn sure that those two moves are going to look like the most devastating things on this planet. So it's because of her I started to kind of look at what I was doing, incorporate some of her moves into my moveset and just I took a lot of inspiration from her for sure. So it's one of those uh, things that her, her partner in WWE right now is Alexa Bliss. She was uh, interviewed recently and she was saying that she doesn't have to do all these moves. She just has to make the moments. So yeah. that's, that's pretty much the kind of thing Nikki, Nikki Storm was there's about. A, um, there's a match from Dundee and it's a six man. I couldn't tell you entirely who's in the match, but I remember, I think it's like Scott Renwick. Nikki and somebody else against Grado, someone and Sammy and obviously Grado he's going to get the cheers and all that regardless but I I watched that whole match, took it in and personally I thought if it wasn't for Nikki going around the fans, giving them abuse and just being herself it wouldn't have been as good as it was. I think I, I can't remember. I, I'm I'm trying to remember because I think I may have seen that. It was at the it was at the Bonner Hall. Yes, oh, yes, it was. I did see. It. I can't remember who was in it myself, but um, yeah, I, I do remember that. And uh, Nikki just has that way of just going around ringside and just drawing everyone in to <laughs> to. It's like takes all the all the applaud to herself and then puts it straight to the ring, which is just it's a skill. It's definitely a skill um, that obviously the pros can do and. Uh, one of those things. So who else would be, um, male or female, would be like top of your your influences? Hmm. It's actually very hard. Like, I've got like all this wrestling stuff on my wall and it, do you know, oh, it's, do you know what? it's not even because he's part of the school, it's not even because he's helped me out so much, but actually one of my biggest influences from the Scottish scene would be Stevie Boy and Krieger even though both completely different styles, both completely different people um, with Stevie he helped me a lot trying to find myself and when he came back it was an unfortunate incident all round but when he came back to wrestling, like I'll never forget that moment of just everybody cheering because he had, he's a he's a great talent. Like I would put him up there as like number one talent in Scotland. Um, and Kiger, we've seen him like start essentially start from the bottom and you know almost almost right at the very top. Like I don't know what would make it hit the very top but he's worked on himself, worked on his fitness, tried everything he could, see what worked, see what didn't work and he'd always have time for everyone even though he himself was working on his own things so it was it's very encouraging to see that you know it's not just all doom and gloom and people actually care even though they've got themselves to care about too. 
Um, I, I, I can definitely test to, to Krieger. Um, I, I love watching Stevie Boy as well. He's just incredible. Uh, but Krieger, uh, I, I think I first saw him round about his beginnings when he when Inverness uh, came up for rock and wrestle. Um, when he had the just the luminous pink tights and the and yeah. the headband and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and and to see him go from that to he's just a humongous ball of charisma. Ball's yeah. probably not the right word. That makes him sound humongous, like fat. But because you'll feel bad. No, you're you're, you're he's kidding. he is ripped and jacked. And I'm just looking sharp. Um, but yeah, he's he's just incredible. He's a guy that I can honestly see he could be a, a main a top champion in any company if people put their faith in him. That he clearly he could he could be that guy. Um, when we had our break for the last day. Uh, I had the thought of, of more matches I'd actually seen uh, you in because it's not just it's not just fair state wrestling. Um, There's one that came to mind that the kind of attest to that that do one or two moves, one two moments, and that was your match against Lisa Lace um, that I really enjoyed. Uh, so of course she's an international talent. She was on NXT, I think NXT um, not long beforehand. So what was it yeah. like coming up against someone who's who's been in even briefly, being in that WWE system. Well, do, do you know what? We're, this is where it gets personal, okay? But we won't, we won't give too much away. But at that time, unfortunately, I was going through a breakup. And it was actually the anniversary of my dad passing as well. Um, so it was, obviously, I, was, I, was, I wasn't meant to be on the card. And then I was putting the poster and I was like, okay. And then, like, before the show, they were like, oh, so we've got this, this is happening, you've got a match, and you're going to be in the big rumble as well. And I'm like, right, okay, cool, I can do that. And then, as soon as I got there, it was just like, I have to see my ex now around all of his friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, I, d I didn't even have time to get ready by the time me and Lisa started talking and we spent more time talking about other things than we did like talking about the match. Um, there's still some things that I wasn't happy with but it's not like anything was bad, it's just could have been improved upon which you know is the best you could ask for and the fact that I could go out there and I had full confidence on her and she had full confidence in me even though compared to each other like I'm an absolute nobody and she's an American star <laughs> it was a really good feeling uh, yeah a definite great feeling and if she ever comes back I know John's hungry to use her again so I'm not opposed to that at all That's it. Next time you'll be fighting over the uh, FCW Women's Championship, I'm sure, but who knows? I don't want to spoil anything because I don't know anything to spoil. Um, so right now, uh, we'll we'll kind of wind our way down because I don't want don't want to. We already did half an hour of really great chat, 10, 15 minutes of incredible chat that nobody will ever hear, and then we'll just we'll just uh, finish off here. At the moment, you've got a we've got a poster on still, and I think we should speak a little bit about the speaking out movement. Not too much because if anyone goes on your social media they'll say they'll see quite a lot and yeah. what's said we don't want to 
Monday into that. So um, I just want to talk about the, the poster and what the idea behind it was and, and just what it's for. Well, initially I'd actually seen a company called Wrestle Island down in England doing something kind of similar. It was just with their girls on the roster and they were kind of teasing that they were going to put it on sale. Um, now I've spoken to a lot of women since this has started to happen from Scotland and England and for a lot of it I have said that it kind of feels hard in Scotland that as people are kind of supporting it but there's nobody really there to not an ambassador but just kind of there so you know you're protected like I feel like Debbie Kai Tell's doing a really great job for Ireland and then you've got all the girls down in England doing amazing things and then here it was just kind of if you said anything someone was going to get angry and I, I honestly just wanted to do something good instead of you know plugging our own merchandise or anything I wanted to make something good and that's why hopefully we'll also have a video coming on the way as well um, to just kind of be like this yes right now this is a bad thing but unfortunately this is a bad thing that we've dealt with for years that you guys are only seeing now but that doesn't mean it's over like wrestling's not going to disappear because of this like we're still going to come back and I was really grateful for Adam for essentially putting the whole creative effort into the poster and also all the women that happily said they were okay with using their images on the poster because if you said to me as a little fan four years ago that you know you're just going to have this idea to make a poster for charity and Kayleigh is going to say she's okay with being on it I feel like no what are you talking about that's Kayleigh Ray <laughs> um, but it's just something something positive for the fans essentially because hence with every package that I've actually sent out I've put in a hand written note to each of them just because like those people they all deserve it like nothing without the fans. Uh, I, I've been a very very happy recipient of, of, of when you do your merch do you, do you always put a handwritten note in or because when I, when I when I won uh, an 8 by 10 um, I was I was ecstatic for one uh, but secondly the, the note that I got in with, in with it was actually like moved me to tears which um, I, I don't I don't do that well actually I think the older I've gotten the more emotional I've become. I don't know why that's happened, but um, <laughs> just the, the personal touch to it was just incredible. And the fact that you're doing this poster as well um, just goes to show how much you care about this this oh, yeah. world, this scene. It was just unfortunate because I had, I, uh, I had Gemini, or Gia Adams as she's now known, um, involved with something within the Scottish scene as well so it was kind of like I felt horrible because I also 
it's something I had to go for myself as well. And it was kind of like, it's how it all started for me. Even though it's stupid and ridiculous, I felt responsible because I was like, if I hadn't stopped this then, it wouldn't have spread literally to another country and happened there. And that's when I was just like, you know, I'm going to be hated and I'm going to get all this stuff, but enough is enough. Like, this, this is where, this is, restart everything from here right now. I don't think you can blame, you can't, you definitely can't blame yourself because I mean the stuff that's coming out is, this is getting, this is actually going a bit serious, so let's, let's line up after this. Um, you can't blame yourself because this has been going on since before you'd even debuted, yeah. before you'd even started and there's been stories and rumours, it's just taken, it's just taken one or two people to actually go public for it to start coming out. Um, so, let's that's just, Uh, for every person that's kind of being negative and telling me that I shouldn't say something about someone, I actually have about, you know, five people in my messages being like, thank you, or be like, I experienced this too. And the fact that I even had bigger stars within wrestling kind of messaging me and having my back and just being like, I'm sorry, I didn't do anything to help. And I'm like, you're like an idol of mine. Don't no, don't be sorry. These people's fault, not your fault. But we can't help ourselves. Everyone that's apologising are the people that don't need to apologise at the end of the day. Exactly. I mean, I know I, I've I had I've had some experience, but it's like, like I'll, I'll I'll leave that to the wayside. Um, so, which charities are are benefiting from from this poster? Which is five pounds, by the way, which is a, a ridiculous bargain. Yeah, yeah, it's even up on my wall right now, and it's kind of bad because um, the charities are right there on my phone, but um, kind of used for a video call right now, so I actually don't know. I know one's the Atlantic because the South means a lot to me, so. I would I would go and check, but as, as if I try to minimise, it goes. We'll stop recording, and I don't want that to happen. Um, so what I'll do is, um, if you're watching this, on, we'll do part three tomorrow. Um, so what I'll do is I'll put the charities uh, in the description below on the YouTube and everything, and I'll put them on the podcast as well, uh, and then share them everywhere. So it's it's fine. We'll we'll at least and I'll put the links up, so it'll be all good. Um, so. Like I said, I don't want to keep you too long for this this kind of wrap up bit at the end. So let's just 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 let's just wrap it up then. Um, so your social media, where can people find? Yeah. Well, it's it's very hard. So you've got Instagram, which is Rain PW. You've got Twitter, that is again Rain PW. Facebook, which is also the same, and also TikTok. You know, you'll have half the people that are like, they're TikTok, but you'll have the losers like me that's like, it's actually pretty fun. So come join, come come be one of the losers with us. I I don't understand TikTok, but it's it's fine. Um, I'm not going to judge anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but so so yeah, everywhere. Um, so yeah, thank thank you for taking time. Thank you for this bit as well. I could have just ended it at, at the at thirty minutes. 
cutting off. Um, is there anything else you want to plug while we're here and before I let you go? Do you know, I don't want to plug anything, but for as much as this has been about me, um, I'd like to thank you yourself for considering me for this and also even putting the effort all over lockdown and before lockdown for all the effort you do for Scottish wrestling and Adam and the whole team as well because honestly if it wasn't for you guys what my love would have dried up a long time ago and you don't hear that enough but you guys are great. <laughs> Well, thank you. Um, and you wouldn't have met Colton Davis either. Exactly. Please, somebody book that tag team match. Please, like anywhere. I don't care if it's in a field. I need to tag with Colton. Colton Davis and Chris Clark as is, 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 is manager. We'll, we'll get sorted. That'll, that'll be the first thing that happens out of lockdown. <laughs> Well, perfect. Thanks you again, and uh, thank you for your kind words. Uh, to be honest, we've, we've just been—I've just been trying anything to keep myself occupied during all this. And it started with the tournaments, and then it's gone to Twitch, and now it's which 2K20 is just the worst game ever. So that stopped, and now I'm, I'm <laughs> doing podcasts. And you're actually one of the first names on my list. But when all this came out, I thought I will give oh. her a couple of weeks. <laughs> We'll let things calm down a little bit so it's not like a total like serious fest like it got towards the end there um but yeah absolutely thank you for taking part and again thank you for agreeing to to do the second part and maybe we'll do a, an actual part two sometime in the future once the show's begin again maybe maybe